0: Welcome to Manawaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast. I'm C.B. DeRoghe. This week, The Wave by Susan Oka. I love the salt tang of the sea, the way it catches in the back of my throat and makes me want to spit. Standing on the clifftop, buffeted by the wind, staring at the pencil-line horizon. I let the wide expanse of the ocean fill me up. It makes me feel lonely and excited all at the same time. My sister shoves me in the back as she runs past. The wind snatches at shared shouts and threats and pushes me faster as I run to catch up. We've escaped the tangle and temper of erecting the family tent. Our duty done, at least for now. It took ages to inflate our airbeds, a huffing, puffing race that left us red-faced and dizzy, feeling our airbeds transform under our hands, forced into familiar shapes by our warm breath. The pent-up energy of a week at school drives us to the beach. It's Friday, late afternoon wrapped by a September sky, and we want to taste every minute. There are other kids climbing amongst the rocks where the sea defenses step down to the beach. Other kids, like us, infected by the wildness of the ocean, unfettered, exploring what it means to be lost among the slip and slide of rocks and sand dunes. Salt water splashes over the edges of my school shoes. Cold, gritty sand squishes in between my toes. But my duffel coat, buttoned all the way up, keeps the rest of me warm. The tide edges in, corralling us, forcing an incremental and unconscious retreat. Silence crams itself into every nook and cranny. I look up. We're the only ones left. The sky has a bruised quality. The air is still and cold. I'm hungry. It's time to go. But my sister won't listen. She turns and walks to the end of the rock shelf that runs partway along the bottom of the seawall, pulls stones from her coat pocket and lobs them into the sea. She has that you-can't-make-me expression on her face. Why does she have to be so stubborn? I'm the eldest. She should do what I say. The slap and sway of the water just below the rock shelf makes my insides tremble. I know how deep the water is. I stomp away determined not to look back. The climb to the clifftop isn't hard, but I have to concentrate. Some of the handholds are a stretch. Halfway up, I hear someone shout. Two boys perched on the edge of the cliff are pointing out to sea. Glancing over my shoulder, I see something that makes my fingers grip the rock hard. In the distance, a wave is growing It's like the sea is bunching itself up and thrusting a broad shoulder into the sky. Up and up and up, an impossible wall of water rising amidst the flat blue-gray. Suspended in silence, I hear the rustling inhalation of the sea as it sucks in a deep breath. And I know. The sea is coming for us. Payback for all the times we've played chicken with the waves. As the top curves over, the wall of water looks like a fist. I shout at my sister, "'Come on, run!' but she won't move. Frowning down at the place where cliff meets shelf, I measure distance, calculating how long it will take to climb down, run across the shelf, grab my sister, and get back to the rough pattern of foot and handholds all the kids use to get into this cove. Too long. If the wave catches us trying to climb, it will take us both. I hesitate. I squint upwards. I can be at the top of the cliff before the wave strikes. Time holds its breath. Muscles tremble. I want to run. And then I'm climbing down, heart thudding, feet slipping, fingers scrabbling. The wave is raging toward the cliff, toward my sister, toward me. Cold salt muscle blocking out half of the sky. I fling my arms around my sister. I have time to say... Lean against the wall. I have time to say, take a deep breath. The wave hits the seawall above our heads and plunges us into mottled darkness. A weight of water settles around us, pulling and sucking. We hold on to each other, press ourselves against the wall. There's a sort of hissing grumble as the sea tries to claim its prize, but together we're too strong for it. Blinking, standing waist-deep in water, we cling to each other more in surprise than fear. I spit the bitter salt taste out of my mouth. Swirling fingers grabble and pull at my legs, half-hearted now, as if bored with the game. And then the wave is gone, fleeing back into that churned brown-blue expanse that stretches to the horizon. A disinterested swell smooths to flat, lapping just below the level of the rock shelf. We walk in single file toward the cliff face, unhurried, shoes splashing through puddles left in the pockmarked stone. It's important not to show fear. We know this instinctively. The beast slumbers at our feet. We watch it through slitted eyes, hearts thumping. At the top of the cliff, we brush at the beads of seawater clinging to our duffel coats. We're not even that wet. Not really. Back at our tent, we tuck into our dinner. Eggs, chips, and beans, miraculously prepared over a single small primus stove. We don't talk about what happened. Our ma'am has no idea how close she came to losing both her daughters. And only I know how close I came to sacrificing my sister to the sea. This has been The Wave, written by Susan Oka, and first appearing in Words with Jam. Manowaker Studios' Flash Fiction Podcast is supported by patrons on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Manawaker to find out more. The Flash Fiction Podcast theme song is by Kevin McLeod. Manawaker Studios Director of Dice is Ben Baston. The podcast is produced, edited, and narrated by me, C.B. Drogi. Thanks for listening.